But all of a sudden it shifted and I started talking to IT directors. And the question started coming up with like, well, how does it integrate with this? Or how does it integrate with that? They want it to integrate with different things because the technology's there and people are actually starting to utilize it. The Technology Plus Business Podcast, brought to you by Central Technology Solutions. Being able to manage your physical security portfolio in one login. Now they're not waking up at 2 a.m. saying, did I lock the office? If you have access control, and I can't speak for video surveillance, I think I think it's true for this too, you are, there's a potential you can get cheaper insurance. This is both for home and business. Today it's really based on access control and what is access control and how it is actually beneficial for businesses to to not let access control slip through the cracks, I guess. Yeah, and obviously tie that back into why are we talking about it when we're an IT company, right? Mm -hmm. Um, I can take the first one, so access control and video surveillance used to be, we can can roll that in to call it physical security, right? Mm -hmm. Um, And it used to be what we would define as a closed system, meaning that it was self-contained. So whether it was access control or video surveillance, it was it, you know it, it was a cable that ran from the camera to this box and it was all its own little system. Mm-hmm. Um, while they still make those solutions today, they're coming harder and harder to find um, because now they're becoming hosted, which means those cameras, those readers on the doors, um, they are running on a Cat6 cable. For those of you who don't know what that is, it's an Ethernet cable for short, basically. And there is no box that lives inside your building. It's all farmed up to the great cloud. The cloud. So yeah. before we dive in even further, let's break down what is access control? What do we consider access control being? And what is video surveillance? To, to break down what video surveillance is, is, is basically um, what it is. Some people know it as CCTV. It's basically cameras, internal, external, capturing a field of view that you require as a customer that you want to see. Um, Access control is basically almost automating or removing the key functionality of a door. And by key, I mean like you put a key, you turn it, the little cylinder locks or unlocks. Um, Basically, it requires a credential, right? What is a credential? Credentials can be key fobs. It can be like the credit card looking devices. Some people put them on lanyards, hang around their neck. But the whole general consensus is to protect both on video surveillance and access control your property. And what is property? I mean, typically that's going to be a building, right? But it also goes into securing, you know, your set, well, not securing, protecting your staff, I should say. Um, We see often a lot of times, you know, even more so we had a huge influx after, unfortunately, the school shooting in Texas. A lot of people were reaching out, and they were trying to secure their buildings to basically stop a situation like that happening. Yeah. You can't just come in and, and barge in because if you're using a key, nine times out of ten, first person to the door is unlocking it, and it's remaining unlocked until the last person leaves, and then they lock it back. Whereas access control, it's like it pretty much remains locked unless you have a credential that allows you entry into the building. And then, again, video surveillance is just more so to see what's happening. Um, And we have this question a lot because a lot of people try to tie in, um, like, the burglar alarms Mm -hmm. um, and intrusion alarms. Whereas, like, I throw a brick through your window or I, you know, open up your window or whatever, and then it calls the police. Nine times out of ten, 
by the time the police get there, the intruder's gone. Yeah. That's where video surveillance really comes into play because then they can build a case. Okay, who was it? What did they look like? What did they drive? And then from there, they can kind of build a description and go after them. Video surveillance and access control, it's more common than we realize. And I feel as though a business owner doesn't, I won't say for all, um, really may not take as much action until there is an event that has occurred. So a school shooting, um, Mm -hmm. a break-in, an internal threat, something of that nature, or even an external threat. that then sparks a, oh, we should have video surveillance. Well, it's too late. Or, hey, we need access control. Well, it's, it's again, too late. So. Yeah, once the event's taking place, I mean, it, it triggers a next step. Yeah. But it's really peace of mind. I mean, that's what it is. I kind of look at it as a certain level of insurance, meaning you may never use it. Yeah. But when you need it, it's great that you had it. Mm-hmm. Um, and we've used it a couple of times. Oh, yeah. I mean, within yeah. the past year. Well, I mean, we use access control daily when we hit our front door. Right. You know, you're not getting in, into our building without a pin code or using your mobile app but or something. But for video surveillance, we had an intern that pulled oh, out. and a good example. She she pulled out. Everything was, everything was good on her end. And we knew that from the start because we trusted her. And... You know, she she got hit on a on a you know coming out to a busy road, and it she was not the one that was at fault. It was actually the other driver who was driving on the barrier. Was yeah, barrier? like a median. median they say you were supposed to turn right, but he was in the lane well before he was supposed to be. Yeah, and just straight up like hit her, and, yeah. and she, I'm surprised she didn't get hurt honestly. But what and we bring this up because. We were able to say, hey, we have video footage and Mm -hmm. proof that you were not in the wrong. You did everything right. Give this to your insurance group. Mm -hmm. And that was all she had to do. Honestly, we kept bugging her saying, like, what's going on? What's going on? And she's like, I just sent them the video. And they said, thank you. This is perfect. We'll we'll get back in touch with you. I think she kind of got back in touch and saying, like, hey, everything's covered. Like, you're good. Mm -hmm. But that's instead of the insurance saying, okay, what happened? We have a here. uh, He said, she said situation. It's like. Nope. Here's yeah. the footage. Here's what right. actually happened. Here's the proof yeah. that you need. No, yeah, that was a good use case for us. But I know we're, we're here to talk more about yes. access control. But the reason why video surveillance is important is because I think to understand that both of them are physical security. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times they're done in conjunction. Like you're, typically we have people that want to do both, not yeah. just the one. So Especially now. That's why we're, we're here to yeah. talk about Brevo. Correct. Yeah, Brevo is an access control solution. And there's many out there, and we chose to go with Brevo because we're an IT-based company, um, and it's hosted, which we like. But more importantly, typically the people that I'm having conversations with about physical security were um, like people that were managing the property, so um, facilities directors and stuff like that. Yeah, there it is. But... All of a sudden, it shifted, and I started talking to IT directors. And hmm. the question started coming up with, like, well, how does it integrate with this? Or how does it integrate with that? They want it to integrate with different things because the technology's there, and people are actually starting to utilize it. Yeah. So, like, for example, Brevo can integrate with Active Directory. And why that's important to someone that does IT is because... I can guarantee you if you become a new employee anywhere, your IT person will create an account for you, which will then give you access to email, access to the network, access to the shared files, access to your hosted platforms, your phones, etc. Why not be able to add that integration so when I hit 
Sherry Arthur enter, it basically writes that same information into the Active Directory database. So now they don't have to go log out of this platform, log into this one, and then do the exact same thing they did. Yeah, so you're saving time and getting mm-hmm. way more done. Efficiencies, yep. And even the, on the back end of that, so if you go the opposite direction, let's say you, you fire someone, you quickly can press one button and it scrubs them from all locations. It's so that's not, important. Just like, hey, can you make a ticket for this? And then, mm-hmm. you know, maybe they get around to it at the end of the week. Well, what if that disgruntled employee, employee came in? Back. And right. the next day, and they still have access to everything. Right. That's oh. a big deal. That's scary to think yeah. about. It basically, Breva, in my opinion, to put it in like a sentence, is just basically a simpler way to manage and understand your space. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, the shift came from when I realized I stopped talking to these people and then started talking to the IT people. And I was like, okay, we need to start looking at integration. That's good on um, you to see that shift because now you're seeing the trends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I like, and again, um, we've, I mean, Brevo's relatively new to CTS, but it's been around for a while. And I mean, they're really well known in the access control space, but what they integrate with is phenomenal. Um, I know you have a little knowledge of this, but we had a, a customer of ours that did the co-work space where mm-hmm. you basically rent a, rent a room or an office or desk or whatever. Um, they used the software that allowed that to be done and it integrated with our access control. So like yeah. if Sherry were to rent the conference room, she logs into the platform, puts her credit card information in, rents it for an hour, two hours, whatever. It would then send her a link to the Brevo system that would say, hey, like here's your credential your temporary credential for the times that you've rented mm-hmm. so it would only allow entry into the building during the times that you've paid for so i mean that's really cool i mean the technology is awesome this is the beauty of it let's say now you know co-working spaces are becoming more popular yeah. and just in general people are kind of opening their doors a little bit more to you know the outside so if you have access control and you give them brevo gives them access to um that one co-working area for i don't know let's say two hours when they punch in their code video surveillance kicks in to document 15 seconds or so that the person is punching in their code they have access they have entered and it's only that person not that person and a friend so now you're not getting um, uh, skipped out on for money saying, oh, yeah, it's just me. And they don't mention that they have a friend coming with you because or coming with them because now you have video surveillance saying, no, who's that other person? Why are they coming in when you only purchased or, you know, right. the space for one person? Um, same thing for leaving. If it's one person supposed to be leaving on that code, um, but they bring somebody with them in a, in a brown paper bag or something all chopped up. I don't know. You know, you can really get detailed here. I haven't been listening to any like. What is it? Murder, Poor, yeah, murder, murder mysteries. mysteries. <laughs> but that's a good point. It is. It's a two, and the term I would use is two factor. Yes. I mean, basically, it's a second. It's a second identifier to ensure, sure, because you can do reporting on all this stuff. So, like theoretically, I can generate a report from this morning and say who entered our building. Well, I can see that Scott put in his pin code at eight o'clock. But how do I really know it's Scott and it wasn't somebody who? got Scott's pin code and entered our building, but it wasn't physically him. The video surveillance, what it, it done with like an eagle eye solution, they integrate. So basically Scott swipes his badge, puts his pin in, and the eagle eye camera associated to that door fires off recording and records 15 seconds before and 15 seconds after. And it all lives in both platforms. But what's really neat about Brevo is Brevo can, like you can literally search logs, find it, and then it'll pull up the footage 
too. So you don't have to log out, log into this platform, watch the video, then log back in, see the access control. But I mean, that's become a big thing. And you talk about access control, we call it like piggybacking. Um, a more severity, a higher severity problem with what you're talking about is if I have access to a secured room that you're not supposed to have access to, mm-hmm. but all of a sudden you're behind me mm-hmm. and I badge in and I I go through, but the door doesn't close behind me because yeah. you were, you can cause a lot of issues with that. Um, but what's really cool is you can do two-factor on access control that's not camera-related. Okay, now he's getting nerdy on this. <laughs> well, I mean, we, have, we talk to banks and stuff, and some of these people really require, like, this, yeah. this level. But like, So talk about that. So how is that integrated? What? Two-factor. Well, basically it becomes, uh, so if you have a reader, and the reader can really accept three different credentials in today's standards. Um, I think eventually biometrics, and probably there's some platforms that have that, but for ours at least, it's, you have a credential. Again, a credential is a fob or a card. You can have a pin code, which is like a four or five, however many character, like number, uh, sequence of numbers. And then you can use your mobile app, which is basically your, it's an app on your cell phone. Mm-hmm. Some people use Bluetooth and some use near-field um, technology. But the general consensus is, I'll use Scott because I think Sherry could probably take me. If Scott's walking to his car and I, you know, let's say it's something simple, he drops his badge or maybe he's getting groceries at Kroger and all of a sudden I'm, I walk out, I'm like, hey, cool, like it's a badge and it says Scott and, you know, has the logo of CTS. I'm thinking, perfect. I'm about to break in and steal all the computers. So it's midnight. I walk up, boom, hit the badge. It'll accept the badge, but it requires a second something you know not something you have and so then once you do that you have to put in the pen well the pen is something up in his brain right so theoretically at that point unless i've like you know tied him to a chair and like made him give me his pen code i'm not gonna have it so i'm not gonna get in yeah now again that's very uncommon um but in higher security areas banks things like that they require two physical two-factor yeah and then you can generate reports i mean that's the other big thing you know, someone's like, yeah, I was, I was at the office at 8 this morning. And, like, I right, cool, prove it. Like, I can run a report and see if you actually made entry into the building. Now, if you piggyback off of somebody, share Okay, it. look. Okay, I look like a pack mule coming in here some <laughs> days when I have all my camera gear. So, like, I don't want to hear it. <laughs> um, but, for I mean, we do that. And then even sometimes, um, I mean, we've had some facilities that are really, really, really secure. We'll make you badge in and badge out out of a build like out of the same room so that documents how long you've been in the room um that and then in addition so basically if someone does work for the government and they have a what we would define as a secured room because there's blueprints for something that can't leave that room we've had it to where you badge in which grants you access into the the room Mm -hmm. the door closes behind you Mm -hmm. there's a reader on the same door but on the interior side Mm -hmm. there's a camera that's going to start recording you immediately and then you review the footage or review the um whatever it is that's you know classified Mm -hmm. and then upon leaving by code fire code you have to be able to always exit Right, because if the building catches on fire, you're, you burn down with it, yeah. and that's just not going to fly. But a lot, if, if someone forgets, this is how like cool I think it is, if someone forgets to badge out, really that's just for reporting. To yeah. your point, it's to show that AJ made entry, AJ left, this is how long AJ spent inside this room, and here's the video footage to show what he did right. while in that room. Right. But if you forget to badge out, with the system's smart enough to say he didn't badge out, after X amount of time, we can set that time to deactivate his credential. 
So like then he tries to go to another room and he's like, boom, and it doesn't work, which then requires him. This is all internal policy stuff yeah, now. Right. You have to go to HR and fill out a form that you forgot to badge out of the secured room. And then it's marked, you know, identified. And I'm sure this is all for some compliance stuff. Yeah. But. but a lot of that is just automated. Yeah, I mean, it's set up on the front end. It's basically we set it up and, you know, until you want to change it, you can call us. But ultimately, it's all automated. I think the biggest thing I love about it is when I leave this building at 5, I don't have to lock a door. I love that. The system just goes into lockdown mode, you know. Because sometimes if you're the last one, you're like, you know, you want to make sure the lights are off and you want to check everybody and make sure you're not locking someone in. All of that is one peace of mind that it's not something else. And then it you're leaving that responsibility to maybe an office manager or Mm -hmm. a janitor or something. And maybe they just had an off day. They typically always do it, but they they forgot. So now they're not waking up at 2 a.m. saying, did I lock the office? Mm -hmm. Oh, my gosh. Like, I would cry. Yeah. And again, something to point out with this system being fully hosted and internet based, if your internet's up, you can you can manage this system from your cell phone at the beach. Like literally yeah. you can create users, deactivate users, unlock doors remotely, and then when you tie in the video surveillance it's even cooler because like you can prove that UPS is at the front door and not a masked murderer, you know, before you go at you grant entry into the front of the building. Yeah. Um, so it's really neat. I think scalability, so uh, going back to why Brevo, you know, for me it becomes the integration is probably one of the big key factors why we made the switches when we did. But obviously with anything cloud-based, it's scalable. You don't have to know how big the system needs to be today because as you grow, it can grow with you um, because it's not a box you're buying that has a capacity yeah. of X amount of users and it can only handle this amount of doors, etc. And you have to like, that's more back-end work. Right. And, yeah. Right. And then I think going back to the fact that you can manage it remotely is really key, especially in today's world, because remote work is a thing. And I know there's, I read conflicting articles about some people going back to the office while some people aren't. Um, but ultimately, I think with the technology in today's society, we should be able to do both. I agree. If we want to do both. I agree. Um, so, yeah, I think Brevo is a slick product, and I think teamed with Eagle Eye, which is its sister company, mm-hmm. um, as you mentioned before, the the functionality of, okay, I badged in, and then there's the video footage to prove that it was Sherry and not Scott using Sherry's badge is, is really cool. You know, I bring up video surveillance because that was, that was very, it's still very popular for us. It is, and, it, and for a while there, I was struggling to figure out why, because, you know, back when COVID hit, buildings got vacant, which I guess talking it out loud maybe makes sense, but um, <laughs> buildings got vacant, and then all of a sudden I got this influx of requests for video surveillance and access control, and I guess maybe people were concerned loiters and Yeah, stuff like and that. also around that time, I think there were a lot of... Riots. Yes, thank you. <laughs> I couldn't think of um, yeah, that's probably true, too. But, you know, a lot of people don't know this, and I only really know it because my wife worked in insurance for a little bit. Um, but if you have access control, and I can't speak for video surveillance, I think I think it's true for this, too. You are, there's a potential you can get cheaper insurance. This is both for home and business. Um, and I especially know intrusion, which is your alarm systems. Um, you know, I don't think it's nothing to, you know go buy a lake house with but yeah. it's it's a dollar amount you're saving at the end of the day buy a lake house with. <laughs> um, but i mean i think that's something to point out too again it's an investment in your property and protection and like for me i think about like is you know how much would it cost for you to replace a door or a window or whatever and then whatever that person took versus yeah. just you know or worse like what if it's an employee 
you know, like what if an employee got mugged? Right. You know, you want to be able to get to the bottom of this kind of stuff. And again, we have a physical install division um, downstairs, and this is solely what they do. And it's just recently has this whole industry really shifted into being hosted, which means it's IT now. You yeah. know, so the guys in our IT department, they're able to support this because it, you know, it's got an IP address. Yeah. Um, so I think it's really neat. Um, I think the way we sell it's probably one of the big differentiators for us in the market than everyone else because I mentioned yeah. these systems are licensed or subscription based. Right. Um, but we actually provide the hardware with the subscription where some people will still say, hey, Mr. Customer, you can buy the equipment and then you know you still got this reoccurring monthly cost because it's the subscription for the hosted platform. And um, then the company isn't responsible for updating it. And if it correct. breaks, they're not responsible to replace it. That's all on us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so like, and even taking it a step further, like even the equipment gets installed, right? Well, let's say they hire 10 new employees. They can literally send us that information and then our guys can, from this building here or from a beach, on their cell phone create the 10 users that are going to start you know september 1 and we do that for them not i think that's so cool yeah i think it's really cool i think you know i'll be honest i have knowledge yeah i have um i have a brother-in-law he'd probably hate me if he heard this but he's i mean he's older than me obviously but you know he's really kind of taken off working remote like his his company he works for they were like all right everybody go home and now it's almost becoming like a, I think you come in the office like once or twice, but I mean like you always look at the older generations and you're like, I wonder how this is going to go. And I mean, I've been impressed with seeing some, how, how people have been responsive to this. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think again, it goes back to if you really want to do, you could almost live anywhere in this world and function as if you're in Lynchburg, Virginia. Yeah. I mean, whatever, yeah. wherever you want to be. I think that's interesting because I saw a post where somebody was like, no, I'm sorry. I saw a TikTok video and it was like remote working does not mean you're working from home. And it was like yeah. showing videos of like where this person has gone and worked effectively and efficiently. Mm-hmm. And it's like true. I mean, a lot of times like I'll say, hey, I'm going to a coffee shop today. Mm-hmm. I have my VPN on. Don't worry. I have everything set up Top accordingly. But it, it does help you kind of get out the house. And it, it's good because it's like sometimes I, I love you guys to death but i don't want to be in the office i have to think differently and from a creative perspective i, I go to a coffee shop i, I that's really all i go <laughs> because i don't travel right now <laughs> what she's trying to say is there's only so much she can take of me so there's he's right across the she hall, has y'all. to bow out um but you're right i mean you, you're absolutely right in today's world remote working is a thing so why not have access control or video surveillance integrate with that yeah. i mean if it's cloud if it's got an ip address and done right you can access it from anywhere if someone's talking to me about access control, video surveillance, or intrusion, now again, I, the intrusion industry, and we'll call it the burglar alarms, they are, in my opinion, a, it's a dying solution. Um, I don't think that m- many people spend a lot of time or money into doing that because, as I mentioned earlier, with the police involved. I mean, I've had cops telling this all the time. Like, hey, man, I showed up and the alarm's still going off, but the perp is gone. And I don't know what he looks like, what he drove, you know. So, yeah, I think those are the three topics. I think, but a, you're, I would say probably it's a 50% chance that if I'm having a access control conversation, video is following suit or vice versa. Um, I definitely try to educate because, again, if someone's asking, they're trying to protect something, and I want to understand, are they protecting 
their property, visit, you know, or they're protecting employees. You know, access control stops entry into a location, mm-hmm. which in my opinion, the first thing I think is I'm protecting staff, right? So, so just general pop can't come off the street and come in my building. Whereas if I'm putting cameras exterior, I'm really trying to protect potentially cars, people walking to their cars, yeah. or maybe I actually had a meeting with a client who has basically heavy equipment that sits out in a yard until it gets put on a, a roll bit, a rollback truck or a tractor trailer and gets bust to the next job. Yeah. Cause they're like construction stuff, right? Yeah. I mean, these pieces of equipment could cost hundred thousand mm-hmm. dollars. Well, who's watching it at two o'clock in the morning? Right. Nobody. So that's where video surveillance comes into play. So sometimes it's property, sometimes it's personnel, but either way, I just try to educate. All right, AJ. So we talked a lot about everything with access control and video surveillance. So let's quickly break down the specs of first Brevo, which is access control. So give me kind of like high level specs of the the perks of Brevo for access control. Um, I would say the three would be scalability, right? Do you need to scale it? Do you want the ability to scale up or down? Um, integration, which is probably the highest point of selling Brevo, I think. Um, and then being able to manage your physical security portfolio in one login again. Perfect. So that kind of segues into your Eagle Eye stuff. Yeah. So video surveillance. Um, Again, for that, also scalability. We're talking a hosted system, so you don't have to buy hardware that then gets filled up and you got to buy a bigger box or whatever. So scalability, same thing. I think um, accessibility, meaning a lot, a lot, a lot of conversations with video surveillance wraps around, I want to be able to access my cameras from my phone wherever I'm at. I mean, if I've talked to one business owner, I've talked to 100, and all of them still want to be able to at any given time, whether they choose to or not, they yeah. want to be able to vis- you know, see the cameras. And um, you can simplify it by using Eagle Eye. And this gets into the IT side because otherwise, if there's a box that lives in your building, you have to punch a hole in your firewall to allow entry into it and or use a VPN, which then you're, you're starting to crash, cross into different platforms of like who supports what. Um, I would say those are the probably two for Eagle Eye. Again, is, is scalability and then... Accessibility. Accessibility. We'll just use that word. Um, is that everything? It's Friday. Let's go. It home. is Friday. But before we end this podcast, I want to bring some more life into this. So you have 30 seconds, and I'm going to ask you like a flash round of random questions. It's going to okay. be like this or that kind of stuff, like sweet or salty, beach or mountains. Okay. Ready? Three, two, one. Ketchup or ranch? Ketchup. Zombies or vampires? Vampires. Funny story or one liner? Funny story. Bad breath or body odor? Oof. Bad breath. Working hard or hardly working? Hardly working, always. Sneezing or coughing? Sneezing. Air guitar or air drums? Air guitar. Robots or dinosaurs? Robots. Guacamole or salsa? Salsa. Boxers or briefs? <laughs> briefs. That's it. (laughs) Well, guys, that concludes our podcast for access control and video surveillance. If you are interested, again, in learning more about either of these, just reach out to us at info at teamctscs.com. 